Oklahoma. Huddle up. It's time to go inside the high school huddle on Hot 93.7 FM. The high school huddle will take you where you want to go with coaches, players, your phone calls, texts, and tweets. Join the huddle and let's talk high school sports. It is the high school huddle here on a Wednesday night. So glad to have you with us as we talk high school football. It is week six of the high school football season. We are halfway through the regular season. and wow. so much to get to here in a little bit. Uh, Cheyenne, first off, thank you back to Cheyenne in our Stillwater Studios. Phil Nichols, Chris Evans with you, taking you up to the top of the hour. We have a great show in store for you. we got two uh, two guests tonight. I uh, can't wait to talk with them. Our first guest around 6.13 tonight will be Cameron Jordan, uh, the prep writer for the Oklahoma. does a great job uh, over there. Too. Great guy as yeah. well. Uh, he ran in the half marathon this yeah. weekend. We'll talk about that. A heck of a time, too. Yeah. I noticed that. He was on pace for like a, what, like a, like a 420 full marathon. Yes. So really good. Absolutely. So, he said he's a sprinter, but he's learning how to be a distance runner. He's building those excuses, but he did a good job. So now did he does, a great job. Doesn't need that. Yeah. And then a little bit later on, around 6.33 or so, we'll talk with Jeff Murray of the Oklahoma Metro Officials Association, uh, talk about some uh, some issues, not issues, but a shortage of officials and how they can maybe get you to go out there and officiate. Not you, Phil. Uh, I would be a good official. You would? Yeah, for like a quarter. <laughs> so we'll talk about uh, that and all the other things in the world of officiating, get uh, a perspective there. Remember, they are the third team on the field. So, no doubt. Uh, they always do a good job. And <laughs> So we're going to talk with Jeff Murray uh, coming up at 630. Of course, uh, Phil, the high school huddle, our proud sponsor, title sponsor here tonight, again, is Generations Church, uh, located 2524 West Noble Avenue. Lead pastor is Josh Seabolt out there. Their website, generationsguthrie.com. Our video audience getting to see that there. Uh, you can find them on Facebook. A lot of great information there as well as Generations Guthrie. Uh, at Generations, your, your kids are their top priority. And they'll love you just as much as you will. So uh, we invite you out to go see our good friends over at Generations Church. Great, great sponsors uh, uh, helping with the community outreach and all that good stuff. Yeah, well. just do a lot of good things throughout the community. A lot of great folks or members out there and encourage everybody to go out and visit and, and say hello. Absolutely. There's a lot to get to, Phil. Let's talk about some of the uh, things coming up uh, here. Of course, we talk a lot about high school football, Just, but a reminder, uh, baseball, the A and B state tournament starts this week. Uh, over at Palmer Field in Oklahoma City, Edmond Santa Fe, and then – uh, the two winners of A and or the two uh, finalists on A and B will go to Bricktown Ballpark for the A and B State Championship Games. We'll have those broadcast on NFHS Network. Uh, production crew will have to late Friday night, early Saturday uh, for that deal. But uh, uh, softball state tournament class B to 3A is this week. Regional action for 4A, 5A, 6A are going on right now. Their state tournament is next week. Volleyball, the 3A, 4A state tournament. Um, is next week on the 15th and 16th. And then the 6A and 5A state tournament uh, state tournament will be the 18th and 19th. Cross country, they're in their final meet. Yep. Their state tournament is always at Edmond Santa Fe. And, of course, band is going through all their competitions. So it is a busy, busy time of the year. Yeah, busy time of the year for all the kids, all the different activities. And I want to give a shout-out to Rob Blackburn. The Blue Jays finished, I believe, fourth at a big band competition over in Bixby, Bixby. I think. Lee Snyder Stadium. Yeah, this past weekend. So congratulations to our Guthrie band for those listening tonight. And uh, we appreciate all the hard work they put in. They put in a lot of work. They do. A lot, a lot of work. A lot of bands out there do yeah. definitely do that. Some news off the field, Phil, and it was a scary situation uh, last week. Uh, Cushing went over to play class in yeah. SA and really uh, took it to him. But on the way back, a bus accident – uh, 20 students were able to walk away. It happened around 11 o'clock last Thursday night. Uh, one student was life-flighted to OU Health as a precaution, but expected to make a full recovery. And students were back on a class on Friday, but several were getting checked out for my injuries. So a very, very situation. It, it, it's crazy to think of how many school buses are going on a Thursday night and a Friday night. And, you know, it's it's just scary how, how those happen. And uh, bus accidents are on the rise a little bit uh, nationwide as well. So. Well, and I think, you know, I think of all the jobs I would not want to do, um, driving a, a bus load full of people's most precious yes. thing, yes. Um, their children is would be way up there on my list. I mean, you know, we you know we joked about it, but when we were driving down to Duncan a few weeks ago, I mean, we were about got swiped off. I mean, we were real close to being in a bad accident ourselves, and and 
things just happen so quick. You're just laughing and have a good time and talking about what you're going to do that night. And in a split second, everything can change. Thank God all the babies are okay. The driver's okay. Yeah. Um, and it turned out to be a, a story they will tell at their 20th class reunion. Remember that time. But, yeah. Yeah. but and they'll all be there to talk about it, hopefully. So it's, yeah. But it, it's, it, it turned out great. Um, obviously, as good as, as it could, a situation like that. But scary stuff, no doubt about it. Yeah, it happened on Highway 18 near Chandler. And yeah. uh, I was reading some of the uh, quotes that the superintendent of Cushing gave, how, how scary that phone call was and the thoughts of driving up there. So, uh, But good news overall. It sounds like everyone's going to make a full recovery. Yeah. All those minor. Um, other things, Phil, uh, 6A, 5A state basketball tournament for the 22, 23, and 24 season is still unknown where they will host that. It's been at the Maybe Center for several years, but the Maybe Center, Oklahoma State University, and UCO have all put in bids to host the larger school 6A, 5A state tournament. Uh, that decision will be will be made in November, but uh, uh, OU's hosted it a few times in 07 and 09. OSU uh, has had it as well. Uh, but uh, interesting to see, see if the Maybe Center, the Maybe Center is kind of like the, you know, you always talk about the big house, the small schools. That's right. usually there, but... Uh, Good to see Oklahoma State University is interested in that again. And, yeah, that is. And UCO has been hosting football state championships, and they're like, huh, it works really good at football. Let's let's bring in basketball. So, they're, you know, UCO is getting more uh, involved trying to. Well, we can speak firsthand to the quality at UCO for the football state championships, and I'm sure the basketball would be equally as good. But they roll out the red carpet um, for everybody when the state championship games are yeah. going on at UCO, it's been fabulous having it there, and I hope it's there for a long time to come. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, next year, Phil, season opener. How about this blockbuster? Reported. I, don't, I haven't seen a con- signed contract. Uh, no. uh, Bixby will take on Owasso to begin the high school football season next year. I'll go ahead and say 6A1 now. versus 6A1. I'll go ahead and say now Bixby wins that game 21-14. Well, Presley won't. Presley would be on the sideline or a stand. No, 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 no. There's a third Presley. There is a third Presley. And Cameron told me he's the best athlete of all three. That's scary. (laughs) That's scary. We'll talk about Cameron. We'll talk to Cameron about that when he joins us here in a few minutes. But he did. Last Friday we were talking, and and I didn't know there was a third Presley. And I go, what are they going to do without Presley? Oh, there's another one. I said, there's another one? He goes, oh, yeah, best athlete out of all three. And I went, oh, boy. (laughs) So who knows, right? So we might have four more years of. of excitement watching one of the Presley boys. I wonder, how, I wonder how good he is in eighth grade football. I'm pretty sure he's probably pretty good. <laughs> um, you know, we that's a running joke between us is there's been a lot of junior high All-Americans that grow a lot and they're huge and they're faster than everybody else, they're bigger than everybody else. And then high school has a way of, of leveling the playing field. Right. The Presley boys were never the big kid. They were probably always the fast kids. Right. You know, and then they just kept getting better through high school. So, however good he is, I would expect if he follows his brother's footsteps, it's going to be exciting next four years. So, that would be fun next year. Bixby and Owasso, season opener. Uh, and other notes off the field, uh, Tulsa Union, uh, their students are now voting on what their new mascot would be. Oh, that's good. Yeah. So, again, the students will decide if it's the Tulsa Union Bison or the Tulsa Union Red Hawks. They're going to go with Red Hawks. And that decision will be announced later this month. What do you think? Red Hawks? Um, I, I, Something tells me they'll go, I don't know why. Yeah, I think so. Either too. one will be fine. You know, they're the red skins now, yeah, and that's yeah. going away. So Red Hawks, so maybe yeah. it's very close. Yeah. Like we talked about a couple weeks ago, whether it's Red Hawks or Bison, it's still Union. I mean, you call them, they're going to be called, referenced as Union. Yeah, they got a $34 million. Thir- no. $35 million. You cheat them a million. $35 million paint refresh over there on the stadium. So <laughs> They got a... Full kitchen. You say that every day. I always talk about the the paint refresh, and you always go straight to the kitchen. That that really made a left a mark on you. I'm kind of ready to broadcast some games inside. Uh, Tulsa Union. Hot pockets unions. going in the oven. Absolutely. And, yeah. All right. Uh, a few more minutes left in this segment uh, before we get to our guest, Cameron Jordan of the Oklahoman. Uh, Carson May, Jones mm. quarterback. We saw him a year ago. Iowa uh, commit. Iowa commit. Uh, Iowa top five football. Uh, number three. Number three. Yeah. Yeah. Hawkeyes, wow. uh, good defense. But yeah. uh, Carson May at Jones, the Longhorns, uh, Guthrie fans got to see Carson May up close. Unfortunately, Chan- Chandler fans got to see Carson May up close last week as uh, Carson was 21-31 for 224 yards, four touchdowns as well. You can actually hear the ball come out of his hand. It looks different. Yeah, too. it looks different. He looks different. Yeah. I mean, there's a reason he's going to a Big Ten school and, 
And and you know, I mean, he's just he's just a different cat. He has I mean, that Iowa look. Oh, he really he does. does. Yeah, couldn't he fit really, it perfectly. In Iowa, maybe even like a, I mean, he would fit in Nebraska. Although, yeah, you know, right. I mean, those kind of Wisconsin, Wisconsin. I mean, he's a Big Ten. He's a Big Ten. Michigan. All the, I mean, he yeah. he just fits there. So wish him the best of luck. And was a classy kid. When we got to watch him last year up close and personal, a little too up close and personal at the end of the game, because uh, he put it on us a little bit, but but he is a uh, he. You could tell he's a very 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 fine young man, just the way he conducted himself during the game and after the game. One final note before we get out of here and get ready for Cameron. Uh, I should have mentioned this earlier when we were talking about Bixby, uh, who put 81 points on the board. We'll talk about it later. Uh, Bixby has not trailed in 58 consecutive. Quarters. That's pretty good. Jinx had a little bit of a lead on him a couple of years ago. Got excited. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Before they shut the door on him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that is segment number one. We're going to take a brief time out here, come back with Cameron Jordan Dill Coleman. He does such a great job of covering high school sports. Pick his brain on uh, up to the season, what we might see the rest of the way. All coming up after this opening timeout, this is the High School Huddle presented by good friends at Generations Church. At Generations Church, we exist to love God, love people, and serve both well. We're a multi-generational, multi-cultural church that believes in being a light to our city and our region. At Generations, we don't believe that church can be put in a box. We're a church that accepts all people from all walks of life, young, old, rich, and poor, and you will feel welcome at Generations. Join us at 10 a.m every Sunday at 2524 West Noble in Guthrie, America. You can also join us at generationsguthrie.online.church. Today I'm sharing Golden Chick with the world. Are you ready to taste Golden Chick for the first time? 100% tenderloin. That's where the Golden Tenders come from. Marinated for 24 hours. It is amazing. And we also got the rolls made fresh. It feels like they were just baking. You know why it feels that way? They were. Every time I go, I let to get extra okay. rolls, so I love it. Mm-hmm. We are being kind of photobombed right now by the one and only Clucky. Have you met Clucky the chicken? Don't get too starstruck. He's just a regular guy. One taste and you're golden. He's on Tender. That's like a chicken dating app. Sometimes you need immediate care and can't get in to see your doctor during regular hours. With Mercy Convenient Care in Guthrie, you can walk in without an appointment and get the medical attention you need at a lower cost and with shorter waiting time than your local emergency room. The Mercy Convenient Care is located at 2919 South Division. For any concerns, call 405-282-6301. Services are provided by Mercy Hospital Logan County. Choose Guthrie. Choose Mercy. Aspen Roofing is a family-owned roofing company with more than 20 years of experience and achievements across Oklahoma. Aspen Roofing takes pride in the personal service we provide on each job, and we strive to maintain the highest level of quality while offering our customers a reasonable price. It is our commitment to help you understand the process of getting a new roof from start to finish. Call Robbie Hudson for a free roofing estimate at 405-562-0026. Exxon was founded by two combat-proven veterans to help businesses grow from mediocre to exceptional. We know from experience that your culture and trust throughout the organization drive superior performance. Most business owners focus on the urgent rather than the important. They are just struggling to survive. The team at Exxon helps owners identify challenges, build solutions, and focus on growth. Do you trust your team? Does your team trust you? If not, we can help. We are Exxon. Hey, you in the third row. Yes, you. What? was your last dental checkup? Dr. Lewis Turney and his staff provide dental care in a fun, relaxing environment. Still not convinced? Prefer to sleep through your appointment? No problem. We can do that too. Our staff can ensure you have a relaxing experience no matter what. Got kids? Hey, so do we. Come see what all the moms are talking about. Our kid-friendly staff loves to provide care to even the tiniest of teeth. Give us a call today. We've got the whole family covered. Give Dr. Lewis Turney a call at 282-7600. Welcome back to the High School Huddle. Join the huddle yourself and let us know your thoughts by calling our toll-free number at 1-800-897-3678 or simply tweet us by using the hashtag OKHSHuddle. Now let's get back in the huddle and talk high school sports. Segment two of the High School Huddle here on Wednesday night, taking up to the top of the hour, getting set for our week six of the high school football season, halfway done, Phil. That's crazy. Halfway done with the regular season. 
That's that's nuts. Absolutely. It was quick. It does go by quick. It seemed like we were just getting ready for week zero yeah, and all that good stuff. But yeah. uh, hey, speaking of high school football, probably none better out there covering high school football is uh, Cameron Jordan of the Oklahoma, and we have him hot on the line. Cameron, thank you for joining us here on the high school huddle. Yeah, I appreciate you guys for having me on. It, it is kind of hard to believe. I was thinking the same thing earlier this week about the midway point of the season. It's it's hard to believe we're more beyond that and kind of getting into the stretch run here. Before we get into the uh, X's and O's and Jimmy's and Joe's of football, you ran in the uh, Memorial Marathon. You ran the half marathon. Tell us how that experience was. It was it was a blast. Um, just from the starting line, being around the Memorial, walking through it beforehand, I and seeing the signs of the names of the 168 and um it was just incredible it was a very one of the most powerful experiences i've ever had in my life growing up here in oklahoma i've been to the memorial before i know the importance behind it um the importance of remembering and everything but it was uh it was truly an incredible experience and something that i've already signed up to do again next year and and just going to try to get a better time next year and enjoy it even more and just continue trying to, to give back to the memorial and the museum and everything Cam, that's first class, uh, what you just said. I appreciate that very much. I know everybody listening, Ewan does as well. But talk a little bit about just the, the process to get ready for that. I, you know, I'm in training. I, uh, <laughs> I uh, Wait for it. I walked to my car twice today. <laughs> walked to the refrigerator 14 times. And then I walked to Chris's house from my car. So I'm in training also. Now, Cameron... It- I'm going to brag on you real quick, Cameron. Yeah. Not only is he a pretty good little runner, Yeah. his golf game is uh, – Well, Cam's a stick. Yeah, he's a top shelf. Cam, I wish I – I play in an annual golf tournament. Um, next year, you'll have to come participate in the uh, a little golf tournament, Oak Tree National, with me. You're my guest. I'm, I'm inviting you officially right now. Um, it's already taken care of. You just got to show up and bring your A game. Hey, if it makes you feel better, I got to play Oak Tree National for the first time this summer, and I shot even par on the back nine. So I uh, have okay. a little bit of, of good luck on that course. So okay, well, no, you definitely are on the team next year. <laughs> I, I'm not saying I can do that again, but I'll, I'll do my best. How much fun is that course, though? Isn't that just – I know the first time I played it, I I found half, half the time I was out there, I was just staring, saying two things. Number one, this course is way too good for me to be on, and then number two, just how beautiful it is. It's it's breathtaking every yeah. single hole. Yeah. Um, I mean, I got to watch the senior tournament when it was there in 2014, yep. the, the U.S. Senior Open, and I remember a lot of the holes from back then. When you're actually standing on a tee box getting ready to play them, um, it's it's so visually intimidating, but it's beautiful too. I'm a big fan of golf tech's architecture and, and or golf course architecture and everything that goes into it, but. Yeah, it's a, it's a beautiful layout, a beautiful course, but it's, it's definitely visually intimidating. Yeah, it's really fun. Speaking with Cameron Jordan of the Oklahoma, and uh, Cameron, you got a front row seat last week's game between Guthrie and Carl Albert, a 22-19 four-quarter great game. At times you saw great defense. At times you saw great offense. At times you saw spectacular plays. And there were, really never was a dull moment in that four-quarter ball game. Man, I know we, I know us three talked about it when the game was over, but that was just a tremendous high school football game. Yeah. Um, especially that fourth quarter was so fun. Both teams made huge momentum plays. I mean, from from Carl Albert scoring on the hook and lateral play, um, Guthrie getting the three and out right after throwing an interception, um, Guthrie driving down the field, the the crazy third down pass that looked like a duck in the air that somehow uh, somehow was caught right there on the sideline, scoring, and then uh, kudos to Carl Albert. I know. I know, Phil, you said, I think at some point halfway through the third quarter, you made a comment. You said, whoever gets the ball last is going to win this game. And yeah. that's exactly what happened. Um, yeah. Carl, Carl Albert and Guthrie played a tremendous game. It's one of those ones when I'm definitely thankful that I don't have a dog in the fight because I just want to be able to enjoy football games like that. And that was such a fun one. That's that's one of the that's the best game that I've seen this year and, and one of the best ones that I've got to be a part of in, in my time doing this. You know, Cam, I made the comment. I think you were still there. You know, also, I just hated the fact that somebody had to lose this game because, you you know, you had everything Chris pointed out a few moments ago, great play on both sides. You had the great plays offensively, the great plays defensively. You had the trick plays executed to perfection by Carl Albert, which was – that hook and ladder is as good of a hook and ladder I've ever seen. And But also you had the coaching staffs making adjustments on both sides, doing – both crowds were – 
were were going crazy for the respective teams, and it was all done classy. That's the thing I've all I've really learned to. Carl Albert's one of my favorite games for a lot of reasons, but it's because the main reason is, you know, there's those teams that you lose to, and it and it stings for a long time, for whatever reason, and then there's those teams you lose to, and it stings, but it's over quicker because they're classy opponents, right? And and I think that's what this rivalry between Carl Albert and Guthrie has always been, at least in the last 20 years. It's been just a first-class ball game every time. Regardless of the score, it's always done with class. Oh, 100%. I mean, this is one of the, the not only the city's, but the state's best rivalry games. Um, I mean, both these teams have tremendous amounts of respect for each other. I mean, just this decade, I mean, look at how many combined titles they have. I mean, those two teams themselves have dominated uh, Class 5A. Um, especially if you just look even in the last decade. I mean, they have tremendous respect for each other. It's a game that I would argue that both teams maybe get up more for than, than even Carl Albert does for either of its mid-Dell rivals. Yeah. Um, it, it's one of those that is always usually pro- provides a good ball game. I know Carl Albert's been on the yeah. on the winning end here soon, but like you said, I think there's a lot of positives Guthrie can take out of this game. I mean, it's, it, they prove that they can play with a team that's won five straight championships. Um, we know how good this Guthrie team is, obviously – big game homecoming this week against Woodward, but um, there's still a possibility to be able to host the first round playoff game. And there's still even a possibility because of how difficult this district is that Guthrie could win it. So these next five games are still really vitally important, but Friday's game, even though it was a loss is going to really be able to help them down the road. I was talking to a a parent today and asked me what I thought has a child that plays on the team. And I said, I think Guthrie got better. I said, I don't, you know, I, I don't believe that you ever learn a whole lot from losing, but in this case, I think you. I think our kids really did because, they, for all the reasons you said, but also, you know, the, losing sometimes can make you a little, little more humble. Not that our kids weren't were getting big headed or anything, but it can keep things in perspective. Maybe that's a better way of putting it. But yeah, and I, you know, Guthrie's Guthrie's my number six team. I had them four and five A. They're six this week for me. Um, I think there's about eight clubs in 5A that are that are right there together, and, and it'll be fun to see how it all washes out. Yeah, Guthrie, uh, or excuse me, Carl, will have to rebound quickly as they got McGinnis this week, and we'll talk about that uh, matchup. But uh, uh, we'll probably talk about McGinnis with uh, Cameron here in a sec with uh, Mr. Ma- Michael Taffy. But, uh, Cameron, I want to jump into 6A2 football real quick. And a team I keep getting more intrigued and intrigued. I, I, I like watching 6A2 football. Yep. I'm getting more and more intrigued with the Dell City Eagles. Yeah, and there's good reason to be intrigued with them. You know, we we did our midseason kind of report card midseason um, awards this week, and the team we, we did, who's been the state's most surprising team? And to me, it's a no-brainer. It's Dell City. Um, I knew that Dell City was going to be good. They have star recruits on, on all throughout that roster, and it starts up on the defensive line with their sophomore, David Stone. Uh, sophomore, 15 years old, but he's 6'6", 290 up front. Jeez. I mean, just an absolute... <laughs> I mean, it's, it's laughable when you say that. You don't think of a 15-year-old kid who's that big, but um, he's one of the states. He's been one of the state's best defensive linemen this year, and is a big reason why that defense has been so strong. But it's the offense that Dell City has really excelled at. You know, big upset win against Stillwater last week. Stillwater had won 21 straight district games and loses to Dell City 30 to seven. It really wasn't close. Um, it was just a complete dominating performance from Dell City. But the running game is why they do it. Their quarterback Virgil Yates has been outstanding. Doesn't throw the ball a lot, but when he does, he always makes great passes. Uh, Ethan Lawrence is their main running back. He always makes smart decisions with the ball. He's electric with his speed. If he can, if he can get to the edge, he's probably going to beat you. And then uh, Jason Smith is kind of like a fullback slash tight end hybrid, but he gets a bunch of carries every game too. And he's a big guy that not a lot of people, even in six A two, are able to tackle easy. So when you kind of have that three headed monster like Dell City, and it's been clicking. I mean, even in their one loss this year, they ran for three hundred and sixty yards against Booker T. Washington. So. I mean, they're just dominating on the ground. Really big game against Midwest City on Friday, and it's one that if Dell City wins, they're in the driver's seat to, to really possibly go 9-1 and one and win the district and head into the playoffs with a bunch of momentum. Yeah, I think Dell's, for all the reasons you just said, they're so athletic. I think they're fleshing out to be one of those clubs that could, that could push what I think we all would agree is the best team in 6A2 in Bixby. Um, you know, of course, Choctaw's got something to say about all that. We'll find out more about that this week when those two hook up, but – but boy, Dell City uh, is so athletic, like you said, and and just a lot of things going in the right direction for the Dell City right now. 
Cameron, I want to jump up uh, to real quick in Class 4A football. Can anybody score on Tuttle <laughs> this year when it matters? Well, well, I'll, eat, I'll, I'll go ahead and eat crow right here. I picked Cushing to win that game in Week 4. Cushing was my state title pick. Cushing has one of the best offenses in the state and scored seven points against Tuttle. Um, yeah. I, I don't know. I think, I think that was a pretty big statement by Tuttle to, to go on the road and win that game. Early in district play, and I'm sure Cushing – is going to be around at the end of the year. I still think that they're one of the top teams in 4A, but Tuttle's defense is legit. Um, Brad Ballard has done an excellent job at Tuttle for many years now, obviously has won a state championship there. Um, but this team is, is right there with that state championship team. Um, I, I don't know who's going to be able to score on them. Um, obviously, Harris comes in there at 4-1 and one this week with a lot of momentum, but I think that Tuttle is, has a pretty, uh, I don't want to say easy schedule the rest of the way, but Tuttle should be able to win every game the rest of the way and head into the playoffs unseated. Cam, I had I had Cushing winning that game as well, so I got that wrong also. But I think there's probably quite a few people that did. But Tuttle, like you said, their their defense is just so dominant. I mean, they're just absolutely dominant. They'd be shutting out a lot of 5A schools, um, no doubt about it. Hey, Cameron, got a question on individual play now. Some of the individual players, Gentry Williams will be announcing October 18th. Do you have a, a – uh, Phil, either way, he's the uh, standout for Booker T. Washington. Have you heard anything where he might be leaning toward? I have not heard anything. You know, this is actually something that I got this question a little bit earlier today from somebody as well. I've done a little bit of research into it, and I know a couple of recruiting experts actually think that he's leaning towards OU, which would be a huge win for oh, the Sooners because yeah. um, he kind of is projecting out to be a defensive back. And, you know, when you think back to Dax Hill and Josh Proctor, those are a couple of the last defensive backs in the Tulsa area, those five-star guys who've gotten out of state. Um, so if OU is able to win this recruiting battle, obviously he's choosing between uh, Southern California, Missouri, and Florida along with OU. Um, if OU is able to come out on top, and I know that Gentry is really high on OU, um, that'll be a big win for them. I haven't talked with him since this summer, or I guess since uh, week zero, I got to talk with him after a football game down when they beat Southmore. But um, I know that uh, I know that he's pretty high on OU, obviously has high on all four of those schools if he's considering them. Um, but I know that a couple of the national recruiting guys and a couple of the local recruiting guys think that OU has a really good shot at landing him. It'll be interesting to watch again that announcement on October 18th. Speaking with Jordan Cameron, or Cameron Jordan, excuse me, of the Oklahoma does a great job of covering high school sports. And if you, you know, all the lead, I, I call you the lead sports, right? I don't know if that's the right term, but I, in my mind, you're the lead right. uh, prep writer for right. the Oklahoma. And Cameron does such a good job, and, and we've had people like Ryan Aber and, and Scott have moved up, and, and uh, I can't tell you, Cameron fits right in that spot. The good things are happening for Cameron here in a little bit. Continue on with some individual players here. Who's kind of stood out to you this year in the city area when it comes to individual play uh, so far midway through the season? You know, you, you mentioned his name earlier. He, he's in that 5A2 district. It's Michael Taffiat McGinnis. I know, I know you guys will be seeing him soon. Um, he's up to 18 touchdowns and almost a thousand yards through five games. Um, just outstanding numbers he's been putting up. He's been such a big key to their offense. Um, and a big reason why he spent a lot of time in the weight room this summer. He already was a pretty, I mean, for, for last year being a sophomore, he was already, I mean, he looked the part, but this year, I mean, he looks like a, a legit division one caliber prospect. Um, but at running back, he's been outstanding for McGinnis. Um, also has about 200 receiving yards and actually has completed two passes for 111 yards too. So um, he's just been off to an outstanding start. Um, and he's a big key to McGinnis's system. I mean, we've, we've seen that in years past. I mean, from Dominic Richardson last year, Luke Tarman, McGinnis always seems to have that one guy that is such a big key to their offensive flow. And this year it's Michael Taffy. I mean, they go as he goes when he's playing well, McGinnis is playing well. And he's just been outstanding this year. I um, mean, it's going to be a really big key to them on Friday playing Carl Albert to have a chance to win that game. Yeah, as far as what I, what I hear, as good as he is on the field, he's just a great young man uh, off the field as well. So that's a, a great deal for uh, Bishop against. Okay, I guess I, get, I, get, I guess I better ask 6A1 question. Uh, is there anybody on the west side that can go with the big four uh, on the east side? And if there's that one team, who is it? Is it Evan Santa Fe again this year? You know, there, there's two teams, there's, there's really two games that I'm interested to see that I think will really be able to tell whether a West Side team can, can do it again. It's, it's Evan Santa Fe against Jinx, which comes up, I believe, next week. Um, and then this week, Mustang at Tulsa Union. You know, Mustang beat Tulsa Union a couple years ago. Um, over the last two years, there's only two West Side teams who have an at least a 500 record or an above 500 record against the East Side, and that's Mustang and Evan Santa Fe. Uh, Mustang is, is a, 
is or has a, an, a winning record or a 500 record against an opponent. Mustang obviously is one and one against Union. Um, Santa Fe overall is actually four and three against the East since the start of the 2019 season. So um, I'm intrigued to see how Mustang performs. Their defense has has not been up to not been up to standards. I'm sure is what their coaching staff wants. But offensively, they've been scoring loads of points, and I think that that benefits them this week. Tulsa Union has a team that doesn't really play well offensively. Won a couple weeks ago, 10 to seven in overtime against an Owasso team. But defensively, Union is one of the best in the state. So if Mustang is able to find a way to to keep corralling the Union offense and can score a couple times, I can see them possibly winning that game again. And then Santa Fe against Jinx, rematch of the state title game coming up here. Uh, like I said, I believe that game is next week. Um, Santa Fe uh, lost those two games early, has won every one since. It's a very similar start to their last season. Um, we're going to find out how, how good they are defensively because they struggled in those first two games on defense. Offensively, is the exact same team. They have uh, Talon and Tabry Shetran, the brothers who are committed to Oklahoma State, who do a lot of the work offensively. Actually, have a freshman running back who rushed for 190 yards and five touchdowns last week. Um, so seeing how well they perform against the Jinx team, which looks looks the part, looks like a defending state champion even better, and that's with a freshman starting at quarterback. So um, we'll we'll really find out these next two weeks whether, like I said, I think Mustang and I think Santa Fe are the two teams that have a possibility, but we'll know a lot more after these two kind of big games coming up. Cameron, you talked briefly about the freshman over at Jinx, the quarterback. I saw this week on Twitter he got his first D1 offer from San Jose State, I believe. But but they're getting out there early trying to get their shot in. But yeah. I don't think that'll stand up the test of time. But, but you know, he, he's, he's, he, I mean, he doesn't look like a freshman. He's 6'1", or like 185. And when you look at him, I mean, he looks like a grown man. And he's a freshman. And he's putting up, you know, multi-touchdown games as a freshman playing in the biggest ball that we've got in the state of Oklahoma. It's very impressive. I mean, kudos to Coach Keith Riggs. Um, his name is Shaker Resig. He actually didn't start in game one. Game two, backyard bowl, or excuse, or excuse me, his first start was in the backyard bowl. Didn't start the first couple games, but played a little bit. For, gets his first start in the backyard bowl against Union and just performs outstanding. Actually threw an interception on the first play of the game, but outside of that, he was pretty much perfect. For a freshman in that game, yeah. To do that on that stage is just outstanding. And like you said, has that one D1 offer, that list is only going to go up because if you're playing quarterback at Jinx as a freshman and you're already getting Division One offers with that size, I mean, it's only how how much he can grow. I mean, it's, it's seemingly the sky's the limit with how young he is. So I'm really intrigued to see kind of how his progression and everything grows these next few years. But um, really seems like a, a, great, a great choice from the coaching staff that I'm sure it's not easy at a place like Jinx to throw a freshman out there, but it's proven him, it's proven him well so far. He's got a great first name. They'll take you a long way through with Shaker. Okay, Cameron, <laughs> final question. Got to talk Class A football real quick. Cash and Wildcats won more games than anybody ever last year. Can they repeat this year? Class A looks tough. And the top four or five teams in that class. Yeah, you know, I think they can, and it, also, it goes to their offense. Defensively, not a stop this year. Lost a couple of really important pieces with Caden Harrell and Brexton Green. Uh, who obviously contributed on offense as well, but those two defensively were outstanding. Cashin isn't quite as stout as they were on defense this year, but offensively, they're arguably better than they were last year, which is hard to believe. Uh, ben Harmon, their senior quarterback, 28 touchdowns, 2,100 passing yards through his first six games. Uh, Landon Legasse, their senior wide receiver, has 20 touchdown catches through six games. Um, Nick Nabavia, running back, has been really, really good. They can score with anybody, and with the way the playoff bracket's lining up, I know Pahuska's still really good. Hooker's a team that's played really well. Gore is still in that conversation as well. But uh, Cashin and Ringling have kind of separated themselves as so far being those two teams. So possibly a rematch of the 2019 state championship on deck, which I'm sure would be one Cashin fans and, and everybody on that team would love to have a shot again to go win that game since they fell a couple years ago. But, yeah, Cashin is definitely a title contender. He is Cameron Jordan of the, of the Oklahoma. And I invite you to get a newspaper or go to newsok.com and look at uh, the article that just came out today. Oklahoma High School Football Midseason uh, Awards. Who are the state MVPs? Not only uh, Cameron's in there, but uh, Nick and uh, Jonathan's. Uh, all their pre- preseason awards are on there as well, so go be, go be sure to go check that out. Cameron, appreciate it. Please rest after the marathon. Get ready because uh, high school football is back up tomorrow. Yep, I'll be at uh, more at Norman North tomorrow. We'll go find out how good the 5-0 more lines really are. Appreciate you guys for having me on. Absolutely. Thank you, Cameron. Thanks, Cam.
Cameron Jordan of the Oklahoman, just a great young great man, guy, and yeah. uh, he'll have a great future. My, my standing a golfer from now on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was about to say that, that doesn't take me off the uh, the. Uh, no, no, no. You're still on there. I'm yeah, still on there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, All right. We're going to take a timeout here on the high school huddle presented by Generations Church. When we come back, we'll talk with a uh, sport official, a, a friend of mine, Jeff Murray. Uh, and we're going to talk about the shortage of, um, uh, of officials and what they go through on a Friday night. So kind of get a perspective of the officials on and how, they, how their Friday nights look and all that good stuff. We're back after this. This is the high school huddle. Aspen Roofing is a family-owned roofing company with more than 20 years of experience and achievements across Oklahoma. Aspen Roofing takes pride in the personal service we provide on each job, and we strive to maintain the highest level of quality while offering our customers a reasonable price. It is our commitment to help you understand the process of getting a new roof from start to finish. Call Robbie Hudson for a free roofing estimate at 405-562-0026. Exxon was founded by two combat-proven veterans to help businesses grow from mediocre to exceptional. We know from experience that your culture and trust throughout the organization drive superior performance. Most business owners focus on the urgent rather than the important. They are just struggling to survive. The team at Exxon helps owners identify challenges, build solutions, and focus on growth. Do you trust your team? Does your team trust you? If not, we can help. We are Exxon. Hey, you in the third row. Yes, you. When was your last dental checkup? Dr. Lewis Turney and his staff provide dental care in a fun, relaxing environment. Still not convinced? Prefer to sleep through your appointment? No. No problem. We can do that, too. Our staff can ensure you have a relaxing experience no matter what. Kids, hey, so do we. Come see what all the moms are talking about. Our kid-friendly staff loves to provide care to even the tiniest of teeth. Give us a call today. We've got the whole family covered. Give Dr. Lewis Turney a call at 282-7600. Today I'm sharing Golden Chick with the world. Are you ready to taste Golden Chick for the first time? 100% tenderloin. That's where the Golden Tenders come from. Marinated for 24 hours. It is amazing. And we also got the rolls. Made fresh. It feels like they were just baking. You know why it feels that way? They were. Every time I go, I let them get extra okay. rolls, so I love it. Mm-hmm. We are being kind of photobombed right now by the one and only Clucky. Have you met Clucky the chicken? Don't get too starstruck. He's just a regular guy. One taste, and you're golden. golden He's on tender. That's like a chicken dating app. Sometimes you need immediate care and can't get in to see your doctor during regular hours. With Mercy Convenient Care in Guthrie, you can walk in without an appointment and get the medical attention you need at a lower cost and with shorter waiting time than your local emergency room. The Mercy Convenient Care is located at 2919 South Division. For any concerns, call 405-282-6301. Services are provided by Mercy Hospital, Logan County. Choose Guthrie. Choose Mercy. At Generations Church, we exist to love God, love people, and serve both well. We're a multi-generational, multi-cultural church that believes in being a light to our city and our region. At Generations, we don't believe that church can be put in a box. We're a church that accepts all people from all walks of life, young, old, rich, and poor, and you will feel welcome at Generations. Join us at 10 a.m. every Sunday at 2524 West Noble in Guthrie, America. You can also join us at generationsguthrie.online.church. Welcome back to the High School Huddle. Join the huddle yourself and let us know your thoughts by calling our toll-free number at 1-800-897-3678 or simply tweet us by using the hashtag OKHSHuddle. Now let's get back in the huddle and talk high school sports. High School Huddle continues here on 93.7 FM. Oklahoma State Cowboys off this week. They're going to be watching that uh, OU Texas game because they – We'll be playing the Longhorns when yeah. they get back on the field. So, uh, How about the Cowboy defense? Wow. I mean, they're legit, Chris. The rankings are yeah. as well. Title sponsor for the high school huddle, our good friends at Generations Church. Visit them online at generationsguthrie.com. Check them out on Facebook as well as Generations Guthrie. Just go in there and search it. Everyone is welcome there. They uh, they love kids. They're their top priority. Uh, it's a great place to look for answers. And if it's not the perfect one for you, no judgment. Yep. Move on. And that's the that's how cool our good friends at Generations Church are. And uh, speaking of cool. Bring in my uh, good friend, great sports official, Jeff Murray. Jeff, good to hear from you, my friend. 
Hey, Chris. Good evening. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. Jeff Murray, Oklahoma City Metro Officials Officials Association. I mean, he does state championship football games. He does basketball, state championship baseball games in the fall and spring. He's been around for a while, so he knows what he's talking about. Now, most importantly, most importantly, <laughs> Jeff's never thrown me out of a game. <laughs> <laughs> it's been so close a couple keep, times, Jeff. It's been I close. The people in the, yeah, I try to keep the good people in the game. So you know how Jeff, how long have you been doing this? This is my 31st year of football. Wow. Uh, I had 30, probably 35 years of baseball. I missed a couple of years and I got sick. But, uh, yeah, so this is the uh, 31st year of high school football for me. It uh, never gets old. Hey, Jeff, before we dive into the, to what we want to talk to you about, I am curious. I love volleyball, and I know you have a, a daughter that's an outstanding volleyball player. Okay, I'm not a dork because I don't have a daughter. I don't have. I have no no right. no no dog in the fight on volleyball. It's one of the most entertaining sports you can watch for a fan. I just I think it's outstanding. Wouldn't you agree with that? Oh, absolutely. The uh, it's like volleyball is one of the highest growing sports for girls yeah. in high school athletics. Yeah, it's awesome. And of course, the the club ball and the teams that travel and. You know, we've been all over the country playing, but uh, yeah, the Huskies. Hopefully, they can get everybody healthy and make a deep run into the playoffs again. But That'd yeah, be the, the excitement that volleyball brings when you get two good teams playing, it is really fun to watch. Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. I get to see some of the uh, state championship games uh, for the last couple of years, and those girls. How how there's not three or four broken noses? I Matt, I have no Jeez. idea. They hit the ball so hard, so, so athletic. athletic. It's so, so athletic, so fun to watch. <laughs> the but, one girl is probably going to be the player of the year, uh, Bella Wakeley. Victory Christian, she gave her girl a concussion this this uh, summer in the, in the uh, club ball. Sorry, I Knocked shouldn't laugh at that. Her head on the floor. No, I mean, I should, you I should, the word falling right across your forehead, Wilson right across your forehead. I, I'm serious. They, if you have not gone out and watch a big time volleyball match, I mean, they, I mean, they hit. It's it's, it's amazing how hard they how hard they hit that ball. But yeah, uh, uh, I encourage anybody to come out to our regional next uh, Tuesday at Deer Creek. Are they any Memorial Day? The three local schools here, they're all hosting. Absolutely, yeah, that'd be awesome because uh, uh, the the state championships are coming up. I know the uh, small school, uh, the smaller schools are. Oh, there it is. Uh, the 15th and 16th, the state championship there, mm-hmm. and then the 6A and 5A state championships up in the Tulsa area, Catoosa and Vertigris, 18th and 19th. October 18th and 19th. Well, there's always those two teams on the football field, but really there are three teams out there. And, uh, Jeff, just talk about uh, how, you know, those the football teams get excited for Friday nights, but I, I'm pretty certain the officials get just excited uh, to go out and perform on Thursday yeah. and Friday nights. I mean, we all there are three teams that every team wants to. We all want to perform well, do our best, and it's uh, the speed of the athletes now. It's really hard to keep up with five officials, but uh, you got 22 players and five officials. And hopefully, we catch everything we're supposed to. But the uh, level of excitement, we want to give our best effort every Friday night. We go out and uh, give the kids our you know, best opportunity to play, have a, a great evening of football. And you know, you, you're not. No one's out there perfect, no matter what. So. Fans don't realize, you know, if there's a call that they feel like they've missed, they get upset. But I got to tell you, I, I, I've been around a lot of sports officials. If they feel like they miss it, they're more upset than a coach, and a player, or a fan. Yeah, I, if if I feel like, you know, we've got a, a questionable call, I can't dial one eight hundred New York and go to replay. <laughs> right. I'm going to give that coach an extra thirty seconds to chew on me, so it looks like his parents are giving me the earful. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I'll, I'll take a little bit. I'll take a little bit more guff. If I think there's even a remote chance that, you know, we might have really screwed something up. And judgment's one thing, but we don't want to misapply a rule or do something right. really silly like that. That's, that's the worst feeling in the world. How is technology involved for officials uh, on the high school level oh, throughout the years? The, uh, well, back 1983 and 84, we had eight millimeter films. So uh, now we get huddle video. I'll have my game from the previous night, Saturday morning when I get up most times. And uh, we can go through it and pick out the plays we need to fix and, and do a, a video review with all my crew members. I'll send it to them Sunday night or Monday and say, hey, here are the four or five plays that we need to, you know, look at how we cover things and how we adjust and mechanic-wise how we can cover the play as best we can. Jeff, tell me this. I mean, I, obviously, you know, the story's been out a lot. And, of course, Chris and I were talking about this last Friday um, that, you know, we've all kind of seen this coming a little bit. I'm talking about the shortage of officials um, oh, in Oklahoma. You know, what do you, what do you contribute that too. I mean, is there any well, one thing? It's not thing just or... Oklahoma. Yeah, it's everywhere. It's a nationwide trend. Yeah. Uh, number one, I think the the kids. Uh, I don't know. They. It's it's a 
variety of subjects, but the lack of officials, number one, we got to do a better job recruiting new guys to get into it. And we got to have the coach of the HUD directors, hey, this next group of seniors, come out and give us a shot for two or three years. A lot of these guys think that their second year, they can go out and work the Jinx Union, the more Westmore, <laughs> and the Eblem games and, and be ready to go. But that's just not quite the case. And, and, and some of the guys, we, we've really got a good crop for the last two or three years. But, you know, I'm 55 years old, and I've been doing 31 years. I started about 23. But we've got to find guys to sustain it. You know, I don't know how much longer I'll – five years, 10 years, I don't know what I'll, how much longer I'll work. But as long as I enjoy it and I feel like I can do an effective job and, and really communicate with the kids. But I think, the number one, the, the pay is – nobody's making a living off this stuff. Right. I mean, I get 95 bucks or 100 bucks for an average high school Friday night game. And then uh, we try to cover me in the junior high and sub varsity games because that's where we train the young guys. And that's where I think sometimes we have more of the problems in the sub varsity games where the young coaches are trying to make a name for themselves as well as the parents are more vocal. But scholarships aren't going to be offered at 12 or 13 years old. And some of the parents don't always realize that. And I think they're very vocal and some of them are very critical. And some of the young officials aren't thick enough skinned yet to figure that out. I mean, when somebody yells at me, it's really not a personal issue. It's more that you're yelling at the uniform, you know, what it represents, thinking they're getting a bad call or whatever. But, uh, no, we've got to find a better way to recruit new officials, and I'm not sure what the answer is. Yeah, I think i got to remember, uh, has the fan ever yelled at you and go, oh, you know what, you're right, let me change my call. I don't think that's ever – I don't think I don't think it works that way. <laughs> I've been waiting – that's the only reason why I had you on the show tonight, Phil, uh, uh, Jeff, was so I can say the fans don't uh, change the official's mind. I've I feel tried. Better. I've tried. I, I feel I've tried. Better. I feel better now. Yeah, I've tried a couple I mean, times. That's part, of the, that's part of the gamesmanship. I mean, I'm right. saying my coaches, you know, did that kind of stuff, but that's okay. Yeah. Jeff, what have you guys tried to uh, – Try to get more guys out there. Is it? Oh, uh, so they set up a deal at the uh, state tournament for basketball in the in the uh, state fair arena, a recruiting booth or a table, and trying to get more people involved. We've gone to the athletic directors. I know the COAC, the Central Oklahoma Athletic Conference, uh, getting all those ads involved and trying to give us a name of two or three guys that uh, coming out of high school that might want to stick with it if they're not playing college somewhere else. I mean, I was kind of fortunate in 1983. When my coach told me I run like a dry creek, that my career <laughs> might have to find and stay involved. So I got involved in refereeing. So. I didn't. Are there dry creeks in Lindsay, Oklahoma? <laughs> yeah, there, there are. <laughs> okay. The Lindsay Leopards. Speaking with Jeff Murray. Le- leopard, leopard for life. Leopards, absolutely. Uh, are, are, are you seeing a lot of high school officials move up to the college ranks and not coming back down? Or how's the, how's the college ranks when you go to UCO or Southwestern? Yeah, how, how are officials the there? MIAA. Yeah. Uh, some guys in the smaller smaller colleges, you can work a high school game on Friday and still go to your game on Saturday. But it's becoming more and more difficult when they make you travel in, in the big college game. Uh, like if you have a game in Springfield, Missouri on a Saturday morning, you have to be there at 9 or 10 o'clock in the morning. That makes it difficult to get up and go. I mean, I spent seven years working the Kansas Juco, and many nights we'd get home at midnight, and I'd be back up on the road at 6 a.m. Saturday morning driving to Kansas. Wow. And uh, you really got to love it to do that kind of stuff. And in, in, in Stillwater High School. But yeah, you see, what you're going to see is the, the the guys that excel and do really well, well, they're going to transfer out of here and, and start working a whole uh, college football schedule and not work as much high school. Well, like, and of course, you got the veteran guys like me. I mean, I just enjoy the game well enough. And, I, you know, the travel, once you think you, your shot at working big-time football is over, you know, just come back and enjoy working the high school games and, and make a, uh, help somebody that way. Was, you got to give back. I mean, yeah. you know, 31 years, these young guys, I try to help them and educate them. And, you know, none of us are perfect, but we all want to try our best and give it our best effort. You know, I was watching last week, I was watching Stillwater-Delcity, a great game. And I'm like, why is this game on Thursday? Stillwater has one team, Delcity has one field. They're both, they both have nice stadiums. It was because the uh, shortage of officials. They had to move the game to Thursday. In fact, Stillwater's next two home games, I think they have two home games left. They have to play all of them on Thursday to, because of the uh, shortage of officials. I wasn't aware of that. I mean, I know there are some nights, I think last Friday was one of them, we did not have a crew available out of the 30 Oklahoma City cruises. We did not have a crew available to work. Every every crew had a game somewhere across the state. Okay, before I get before I uh, move on to the next thing, if if you want if you're an official out there listening or watching, how how can they uh, begin the process? 
Well, you can go to the OSAA website, the Oklahoma Secondary Schools Activity Association. Uh, call their main number and talk to Sherry Riddell, and she will walk you through the process. Go to the website. Uh, the OKC Metro Officials has a website and a Facebook page. Um, I'll give you my number off the air, and if someone calls you, they're welcome to call me or text me, and I'll be glad to help walk through the process. Uh, the initial startup, you know, 35 bucks for one sport, I think, or 45 for one sport, and then you got to get your uniforms. But, you know, if you work enough games, you can uh, get that back pretty quick and, and uh, start generating some cash. Speaking with Jeff Murray. I mean, that's the thing. We're not going to make a lot of money. But boy, it sure is. It sure does pay for a lot of volleyball tournaments, a lot of golf green right. fees, and that kind of stuff. So, you know, that, that's that's kind of what I'm doing. And you get to hang out with your friends, your buddies on on a game night. Exactly. I mean, I've had the same five guys in my crew for the last eleven years. That's awesome. And I'll go to bat for those guys anywhere. So that's awesome. So okay, it's sports officials. For the ones who mm-hmm. actually get to go out there and do big-time games like you do, how important is it to have a uh, a good professional working working relationship with high school football coaches? Oh, it's imperative. I mean, you gotta you got to earn the coach's respect. And that, that comes from being professional, doing the things you're supposed to do a week in advance. Like Monday morning, I'll call the athletic director saying, hey, here's where we're supposed to be. If you have any questions, call or text me. And, and doing everything you can before the game starts to set a positive tone and really uh, create a, a positive environment and avoid a lot of the negativity. Um, you can't just show up 30 minutes before kickoff in your uniform wrinkle and expect to succeed. I mean, you've got to be prepared two hours in advance to get to the stadium be relaxed, ready to perform, and, uh, you know, answer any questions the coaches might have. Absolutely. And uh, talk about uh, officials, of course. Teams are fighting in the district to finish in a top four to uh, host their district game – or a district game – a playoff game, excuse me, and then they work their way to the state championship. How does an official get a playoff assignment? What What's the uh, the criteria? The playoffs, are, the playoffs are signed by the state office in Oklahoma City Secondary School. But there are a list of uh, local associations, OKC Metro, the greater GTOA in Tulsa, Ardmore, every local association. Um, the coaches have a scratch list. They can scratch five crews they don't want to see ever, and they can <laughs> list the top five crews they want to see. And then we get uh, a ratings based upon our previous years, uh, number of the work, how well we did on the test, and that kind of thing. So we get a, a total number of points. Jeff, all that plays into it. I know you're you're working with your crew tonight, and I'm interrupting. We're interrupting your crew uh, uh, pregame tonight, and we appreciate you joining us. And we can talk another thirty minutes, but I know you got to get back to those guys. And uh, best of luck uh, this week and the rest of the season. And uh, uh, I always appreciate those uh, zebras out there. Oh yeah, I'll uh, I'll be glad to hang out and visit you guys anytime. I need to get a game back at the Rock. It's been six or seven years since I've been up there. It's one of my favorite places to work. There's a... Everybody on top of you. The atmosphere is always a lot of fun. Oh. Those tight sidelines. I mean, it's it's fun. It's and Yeah, and we, we do. I'll just echo what Chris says. We appreciate what you guys do. And, and uh, any way we can help to get the word out, we'll do it every chance we can to try to find yeah. those young kids to get out there and start uh, doing what you've it's done for always... 31 years. That's amazing. It's not always easy, but it sure is fun. Yeah. Well, you have fun uh, this week. And, uh, Jeff, we'll talk to you somewhere down the line. Okay, take care. You guys have a good evening. Thank Thanks, you. Jeff. Jeff Murray, Oklahoma City Metro Officials Association does a great job. Yeah. And uh, uh, I didn't know he's with his crew for that long. And That's I, amazing. And, uh, again, he does football, baseball, basketball, loves volleyball. So a true sports official yeah. uh, out there. Yeah. So, well, Phil, we need to get our final timeout, come back, wrap it up. we got a few games to look at this week. There are some big games, and we're going to talk about them after this. This is the High School Huddle presented by Generations Church. At Generations Church, we exist to love God, love people, and serve both well. We're a multi-generational, multi-cultural church that believes in being a light to our city and our region. At Generations, we don't believe that church can be put in a box. We're a church that accepts all people from all walks of life, young, old, rich, and poor, and you will feel welcome at Generations. Join us at 10 a.m. every Sunday at 2524 West Noble in Guthrie, America. You can also join us at generationsguthrie.online.church. 
Hey, you in the third row. Yes, you. When was your last dental checkup? Dr. Lewis Turney and his staff provide dental care in a fun, relaxing environment. Still not convinced? Prefer to sleep through your appointment? No problem. We can do that, too. Our staff can ensure you have a relaxing experience no matter what. Got kids? Hey, so do we. Come see what all the moms are talking about. Our kid-friendly staff loves to provide care to even the tiniest of teeth. Give us a call today. We've got the whole family covered. Give Dr. Lewis Turney a call at 282-7600. Today I'm sharing Golden Chick with the world. Are you ready to taste Golden Chick for the first time? 100% tenderloin. That's where the Golden Tenders come from. Marinated for 24 hours. It is amazing. And we also got the rolls made fresh. It feels like they were just baked. You know why it feels that way? They were. Every time I go, I let to get extra okay. rolls, so I love it. Mm-hmm. We are being kind of photobombed right now by the one and only Clucky. Have you met Clucky the chicken? Don't get too starstruck. He's just a regular guy. One taste, and you're golden. golden He's on Tender. That's like a chicken dating app. Sometimes you need immediate care and can't get in to see your doctor during regular hours. With Mercy Convenient Care in Guthrie, you can walk in without an appointment and get the medical attention you need at a lower cost and with shorter waiting time than your local emergency room. The Mercy Convenient Care is located at 2919 South Division. For any concerns, call 405-282-6301. Services are provided by Mercy Hospital, Logan County. Choose Guthrie. Choose Mercy. Aspen Roofing is a family-owned roofing company with more than 20 years of experience and achievements across Oklahoma. Aspen Roofing takes pride in the personal service we provide on each job, and we strive to maintain the highest level of quality while offering our customers a reasonable price. It is our commitment to help you understand the process of getting a new roof from start to finish. Call Robbie Hudson for a free roofing estimate at 405-562-0026. Exxon was founded by two combat-proven veterans to help businesses grow from mediocre to exceptional. We know from experience that your culture and trust throughout the organization drive superior performance. Most business owners focus on the urgent rather than the important. They are just struggling to survive. The team at Exxon helps owners identify challenges, build solutions, and focus on growth. Do you trust your team? Does your team trust you? If not, we can help. We are Exxon. Welcome back to the High School Huddle. Join the huddle yourself and let us know your thoughts by calling our toll-free number at 1-800-897-3678 or simply tweet us by using the hashtag OKHSHuddle. Now let's get back in the huddle and talk high school sports. Final segment here on the High School Huddle. Cheyenne back in our Stillwater studio, hot 93.7 FM. Appreciate you tuning in. Whether you're driving down the highway or inside your home or inside your business, thank you. And we're going to get back to the hits of the music at the top of the hour. Phil Nichols, Chris Evans with you. And let's hit it here quickly, Phil. We'll take a look at 6A1. Uh, we have our rankings on our video for our video audience. Um, and not much really changed. I don't no. think anything changed in the top five last week. But this week, Phil, the more Lions taken on Norman North. Can my more Lions stay undefeated? Can, they be take- R- can it be R? More Lions? I mean, I love the More Lions. Oh, I adopt it. You're a Wasso Rams. You breaking up with the Wasso? No, no, no. Oh, okay. Side check. Oh, oh. Yeah. You roll like that, huh? No, no. No, no. no. Let's not get it twisted. <laughs> all right. I, didn't, no, I, I, didn't I just didn't know what else to say. Okay. All right. So, yeah. So, you going more or Norman North? I'm going more. Okay. I'm going more as well. Mustang at Tulsa Union. Yeah. I, I, Tulsa Union, I think, wins that one. Big. Yeah, I agree. Okay, six A two. Our rankings, Phil. I don't think there was a. I a was so. Up. I was so impressed with Dell City with the dominant victory over Stillwater. I leapfrogged them over Midwest City. There might be a little debate on four or five in my rankings, but it'll be cited on the field this week. Yeah, and I think that's going to be a heck of a ball game. I am going to go ahead and pick, even though I have Midwest City ranked four. I almost moved Dell City in there, and I thought, well, let's see what happens this week. But I think Dell City is going to get Midwest City this week. And I think you'll see them in my rankings next week. We're going to learn something about my Sand Springs Sandites this week as well. Um, They take on Booker T. So we'll know quite quickly if I've been uh, crazy for having them at five the last three weeks or if they deserve to move on up. Yeah, I'm going Dell City as well over Midwest City, the Mid-Dill rival there. I'm going Dell City. I like the quarterback, Virgil Yates. Okay, Tulsa, Washington at Sand Springs. You're going Sand Springs? I'm going to go Sand Springs. I am. Yeah, I'm going to ride him. Gentry Williams, way too much. Booker T takes down Sand Springs for the first time. I'm going with that. 
Taking a look at Class 5A football. Oh, oh, oh excuse me, excuse me, 6A2 football. Uh, there's a little Bixby's at Chalt. That's a little game. That's a little ball game. That's a little ball. Bixby rolls, gets another win, and I think they're better than they were a year ago. Yeah, that's scary to say, but I think they're better than they were a year ago, and I don't think Choctaw's defense is quite what it was a year ago. So I got Bixby winning that by a couple touchdowns. Bixby, 41-game win streak, make it 42. I think they roll in Choctaw as well. Hopefully it should be a, a fun game as well. Dip down to Class 5A football, a good one here, Phil. Carl Ebert at Bishop McGinnis. District bragging rights, district standings on the line in this one. Yeah, I've got Carl Albert at four this week. McGinnis, I put them in my rankings for the first time at five. I think Carl Albert wins a close one over McGinnis. I will agree with that. I've gone back and forth on this one. Michael Taffy is the best player yeah, on the field. No doubt. I was really impressed with Carl Albert. Carl Albert is full strength. They've been without three or four players for the last couple of weeks. They are full strength now. I think they'll just have all the confidence in the next week in this game with McGinnis. But it's a close one. Yeah. Michael Taffy will keep the Irish in that one close. Okay, Phil, take a look at Class 4A football. Bristow at Grove. Bristow with a field goal over Wagner with three and a half seconds left in the game to win it. Three to zero. This will be fun. I moved Bristol into my top five, my number five slot. You have Grove. It's your five slot. So we'll get to see. We're the battles of the fives in Chris and I's ranking. I'm going Bristol with a, with a close one. Class 3A football, we don't have any big games on, on our schedule here to look at, but uh, uh, still, Holland Hall, Lincoln Christian Heritage Hall, the three schools at top. I got Seminole at number 4, 5-0, Plainview 3-2. and two. You still got Kingfisher at number 4. Hanging in there with my Kingfisher, guys. All right, we got to go quick here, Phil. Class 2A football, it will be a good one. Where is it at? There it is. Beggs is at Tulsa Metro Christian. Yeah, I mean, Beggs is so athletic. We've talked about it. I think they're going to come up short this week against Metro Christian. I'm going to pick Metro Christian. I think Metro Christian throws it a little too well, but is, as you said, Beggs is yeah. completely uh, athletic. Uh, 2A football, Casha Hall is at Vian. We saw Vian last year in a championship. Yeah, I've got, I've got Vian winning this one over Casha Hall. And uh, we don't have any Class A games this week, but uh, our rankings, I have Cash in one. You have Ringling one. And yep. Ringling, that's Ringling's a really good team. I think they'll be in the finals. Yeah, I think I think chances are it'll be cash and Ringling when everybody's when it's all said and done. Just like that, that's a show. How about it? We got to get out of here. Cheyenne's going to yell at us. We don't get out of here. For Cheyenne, our Stillwater Studio. Thank you, Cheyenne. For Phil Nichols, I'm Chris Evans. This has been the High School Huddle presented by Generations Church. This has been the High School Huddle on Hot 93.7 FM. Be sure to tune in next week as we break down more of the top games and news from across the state of Oklahoma.